Okay. So today we are reading from the Monster Stories book. We are in the gruesome giants and awful ogres section. This is the very last story in that section. And it is called The Giant of the Flood. And that sounds like a pretty awful thing. You ready to go? You ready to read it? Okay. What? <clears throat> it's read by... Mommy. And... And... Mommy and... This Oh. Mommy and the sound of a high five. Mommy and... Nice. I like that. Everyone should give a high fives. Okay, so today's story, The Giant of, of the Flood, by Gertrude Landa, by Mommy and High Five. Here we go. <clears throat> Just before the world was drowned, all the animals gathered in front of the ark, and Father Noah carefully inspected them. Okay, so this is based on a story from the Bible where um, it's Noah's Ark, where God floods the earth. So the flood, I think, is probably the great big flood that's talked about in that story. Okay. Then the various creatures began to march forwards into the Ark. Oh. Father Noah watched them closely. Something seemed to be troubling him. I wonder, he said, how I can get a unicorn and how I shall get it into the ark. I can bring you a unicorn, said a voice of thunder. Turning around, Noah saw the giant, Og. But you must agree to save me, too, from the flood. Go away, cried Noah. You are a demon, not a human being. I can have no dealings with you. Pity me, whined the giant. Look how my figure is shrinking and shrinking. Once I was so tall I could drink water from the clouds and toast fish in the sun. I'm not afraid. I'm afraid. I'm not afraid that I shall be drowned. <clears throat> but that's all that all the food will be destroyed and that I'll die of hunger. Noah, however, only smiled, but he grew serious again when Og brought a unicorn. It was as big as a mountain, although the giant had said that it was the smallest he could find. For some time, Noah was puzzled about what to do, but at last a bright idea struck him. He attached the huge unicorn to the ark by a rope fastened to its horn so that it could swim alongside and be fed. Og seated himself on a mountain near at hand and watched the rain pouring down. Faster and faster it fell until the rivers overflowed and the waters began to rise rapidly on the land and sweep all things away. Father Noah stood gloomily before the door of the ark until the water reached his neck. 
Then it swept him inside. The door closed with a bang, and the ark rose on the flood and began to move along. The unicorn swam alongside as it passed Og. The giant jumped on its back. See, Father Noah, he cried with a huge chuckle. You'll have to save me after all. I will snatch all the food you put through the window for the unicorn. Noah saw that it was useless to argue with Og, who might sink the ark with his tremendous strength. I will make a bargain with you, Noah shouted from a window. I will feed you, but you must promise to be a servant to my descendants. Ooh, hey, there is a very big word, descendants. Do you know what that means? Do you know what descendants are? They're children of someone. So if you, so you, Philip, are my descendant, and I am grandma's descendant. But you want to know something? You are also grandma's descendant because it really kind of starts at the very top of the, of the family tree and it goes all the way down. Or maybe that's backwards. Maybe it starts at the bottom and it goes all the way up. It's a chain, right? Does that make sense? Right. You got that? Okay. Now, Og was very hungry, so he accepted the conditions and devoured his first breakfast. The rain continued to fall in great big sheets that shut out the light of day. However, inside, the ark was all bright and cheerful. Some of the animals were troublesome, and Noah got no sleep at all. The lion had a bad attack of fever. One day, the rain stopped. The clouds rolled away, and the sun shone brilliantly again. How strange the world looked. It was like a vast ocean. Nothing but water could be seen anywhere, and only one or two of the highest mountaintops peeped above the flood. All the world was drowned, and Noah gazed on the scene from one of the windows with tears in his eyes. Og riding on the unicorn behind the ark, was quite happy. Ha <laughs> ha! He laughed. I shall be able to eat and drink just as much as I like now, and shall never be troubled by those tiny little creatures, the mortals. Be not so sure. Mortals. I thought you were going to ask that. I, I paused to see if you... So, mortals are people who do not live forever. So that basically means every person that you meet is a mortal. There's only, like... I mean, this is, this is the story of, of Noah's Ark. So in this story, right, the only person who would be immortal would be God... And in this case, it sounds like the giant who will live forever because he's, I guess, so big. But I don't know. Let's see what happens. Do not be so sure, said Noah. Those tiny men and women shall be your masters. 
and shall outlive you and the whole race of giants and demons. Well, the giant did not like that idea. He knew that whatever Noah said would come true. He was so sad that he ate no food for two days and began to grow smaller and thinner. Og became more and more unhappy as, day by day, the water went down and the mountains began to appear. At long last, the ark rested on Mount Ararat, and Og's long ride came to an end. I shall soon leave you, Father Noah, he said. I shall wander around the world to see what's left of it. I cannot permit you. You cannot go until I permit you, said Noah. Have you forgotten our agreement so soon? You must be my servant. I have work for you. Now, giants, giants are not fond of work. And Og, who was the father of all giants, was lazy. He only wanted to eat and sleep, but he knew it was in Noah's power. And he cried when he saw the land appear again. Stop, commanded Noah. Do you want the world to drown all over again with your big tears? So Og sat on a mountain and rocked from side to side, crying silently to himself. He watched the animals leave the ark, and he had to do all the hard work when Noah's children built houses. Daily, he complained that he was shrinking to the size of a human, for Noah said that there was not too much food. One day, Noah said to him, Come with me, Og. I am going around the world to plant fruit and flowers, to make the earth beautiful, and I need your help. So for many days, they wandered all over the earth, and Og had to carry a heavy bag of seeds. The last thing Noah planted was the grapevine. What is this? Food or drink? asked Og. Both, said Noah. It can be eaten or its juice made into wine. As he planted it, he blessed the grape. You shall be, he said, a plant pleasing to the eye. Bear fruit that will be good for the hungry and a cheering Bear drink fruit? to the thirsty. Ah, yeah, you're right. You know, what does that mean to bear fruit? That did, it's not saying that he wants a bear to come along and, and eat the fruit. No, 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 no. This is another way of saying make fruit, produce fruit, be fruitful. <laughs> See, that's a joke. Um, what, what Noah is trying to do is bless the fruit so that it can make fruit. Does that make sense? Use your fruit. Thank you. Okay. Now, Og himself often drank too much and many years afterwards, when he was a servant to the patriarch Abraham, he was scolded until he became so frightened that one of his teeth dropped out. Abraham made an ivory chair for himself from its tooth. Gross. Afterwards, Og became king of Bashan, but he forgot his agreement with Noah, and instead of helping men, Og came to attack them. 
I will kill them all with one blow, he declared. Using all his enormous strength, Og uprooted a mountain and raising it high above his head, prepared to drop it on the people and crush them. But a wonderful thing happened. Then puppy dogs destroyed him. Well, it wouldn't be the first time puppy dogs did something like that, but no. Listen to what happened. The mountain was full of grasshoppers and ants who had bored millions of tiny holes in it. And when King Og raised the great mass, it crumbled in his hands and fell over his head and around his neck like a collar. And he tried to pull it off, but his teeth became tangled in the mass. And as he danced about in rage and pain, Moses, the leader of the Israelites, approached him. Now Moses was a tiny man compared with Og. With a mighty effort, Moses jumped 10 feet in the air and raising his sword, he managed to strike the giant on the ankle and wound him. And so after many years, the terrible giant of the flood died because he broke his word to Father Noah. And that was is the end of that story. And I think we've captured a lot of the major Judeo-Christian characters in one fell swoop. Whew, and what a story that was. I don't think I've ever remember Moses having a sword, but I'm open to it. I'm open to it. But that's the end. Can you say the end? The end. The end.